Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. I'd actually like to take this opportunity to wish... Greg DeMarco Show. Best in all his future endeavors. <laughs> means it is another Tuesday night, Tuesday, November 3rd, 2020. Most of the dates we read off at the beginning of this show are COVID-related, but not today. It's election day. We're not going to talk about that. Well, we're not going to talk about that yet. It can't be ignored. Uh, I wouldn't do that, especially to Patrick O'Dowd. Uh, we'll get there, and, and, and you know, me trying to leverage SEO Came up with a theme for this show that hopefully gets people to click because they see the word election. So that's uh, that's how these things work on the internet. This is the Greg DeMarco non-election show, although we're going to be talking about a lot of election today. Uh, not necessarily presidential. No, just listen. I promise you we're not going to be talking about the real election that much, but we will be talking about an election and you'll enjoy it. This is the Greg DeMarco Show. My name is Greg DeMarco. You can find me all over social media at Chairshot Greg. Of course, the Greg DeMarco Show is part of the Chairshot Radio Network. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Which you can find at TheChairShot.com. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Chairshot.com is your home for wrestling reviews, opinions, analysis in written form, in audio form. And it's not just wrestling. We have sports, we have entertainment, and we have sports entertainment all wrapped up in one location. And that location is, of course, thechairshot.com. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. If you haven't already, please jump on and follow the show or, or the network, the, the website, shit, at Chairshot Media. You can also subscribe to this show and all of our shows as part of the Chairshot Radio Network on iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, Google Podcasts, and so many more. Just look for Chairshot Radio Network. You'll find it. Do us a favor. Like the shows. Subscribe. And leave us a five-star review. Be a friend. Tell a friend, as they say. Let someone know about the show if you enjoyed it. And if you didn't enjoy it, 
you know what, tell them anyway and let them make their own decision. Isn't that what today is about? Making your own decision and not what other people tell you to decide, even though that's not how these things work anymore. You can follow me at Chairshot, Greg. I think I told you that already. I don't do this alone because that wouldn't be very much fun for anybody, including me. Instead, I get to bring on two of the best people in the whole entire world. Also happen to be my best friends. First up, he is the wrestling realist himself. He's been here since day one-ish. He's on the Twitter at W-R-E-S-T-L-N-G-R-E-A-L-I-S-T. There's no I in wrestling, but there is one in realist. And there is one in Patrick for the wrestling realist, Patrick O'Dowd. Happy, annoying election day, Patrick O'Dowd. See, I like that you went with annoying. A lot lot of anxiety, a lot lot of concerns, a lot of God knows if we'll even know this is this result until you know next week next month we may never know nah i, I don't know we'll, i mean yeah we'll i, I, I think later. we'll know but we'll we'll know and and who knows we'll know who knows but yep that's patrick o'dowd we're gonna have some fun here shortly with patrick o'dowd but we're also gonna have some fun with best friend number two she has been the show since day eight year ish she is on your Twitter, not your Twitter, your Instagram and your Facebook, because she is the Twitterless heroine. She's the queen of soft style, ring announcer to the stars, so many other names. You can find her at the hashtag Miranda. There is an I in Miranda because Instagram allows you a lot more characters than Twitter does. It is Miranda Morales. Happy annoying election day to you, too. Uh, thank you. Thank you. I, I do have to agree with Patrick. There's definitely been a sense of anxiety. Uh, I haven't really had the TV on all day uh, because of it. So, uh, but, uh, you know, I, I did my civic duty and voted today and got a breakfast sandwich. So it's, kind, you know, I mean, it's the little things that I, I, you know, voted and got a breakfast sandwich. And uh, that's all I can really do to pacify myself at this point. I didn't even take a sticker. I was just like, no, nah, I'm good. You didn't take a sticker. Nope. I, I took a sticker. sticker. I, didn't I mean, sticker. put it on, but one, one of my Facebook friends got a pen. What? I was yeah, I know. Right. And I voted pen. I was like that. How did they get that? They must the be in game. some fancy district where they have pens. Some, that they can... some, some County in Missouri. So must be, nice. I guess in, 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 in Missouri, you get a pen, you get a pen. Wow. See, I've seen some cool state like state stickers like that. I think Alabama has one where like your sticker is the state sticker, like it's the shape of the state. And I think sure. Georgia has stuff. So we cheap out here. We just get the I voted, like nothing fancy. Just well, I mean, I mailed mine in, so I didn't get a sticker at all. I had to go with like the little Facebook temporary profile picture mm-hmm. for a while that like surrounds your profile mm-hmm. picture. I did it. It's like I'll do that for a week, and that was you know three weeks ago. Because Massachusetts, you can just vote for days. Yeah, us too. We had polls were open for a while, and I uh, I had no problem going today since I couldn't mail it in. Yeah. Um, right. And yeah, it took me took me like so. I guess because we we gave people three hours to vote today, and I know, and we were cool. You know, look, we knew people were gonna manipulate that and, and take advantage of it. And actually, honestly, most people came right. back early, earlier than their time frame. But like, I just left at would be my lunchtime and was back in like 45 minutes and I went to the store. Mm-hmm. 
So it was, it was so easy and, and yeah. it was nothing. And I had three different locations and I went online. It showed me the wait times at all of them. They're all pretty much the same. and just popped in, did my thing and left. So yeah, so easy. No breakfast sandwich for you though? No, I mean, it was lunchtime. Oh. So that wouldn't have mattered. So no sandwich for you? No sandwich. At I have, a, I've actually, the last time I voted, one of the last times I voted, I also got a sandwich afterward. I guess it's kind of a tradition for me now. I mean, I was I near a, a high school cafeteria, oh, so maybe I could have pretended and, and gotten some food. I don't know. But I had, you know, I tried to cook and, and have stuff prepared to eat here at home. So I, uh, no breakfast sandwich. No lunch sandwich. Sandwiches, though. No, no dinner sandwich. Sandwiches are just American. I'm just saying, like, I, I'm just trying to celebrate a little I extra. voted because I wanted to vote, Miranda, not because I wanted a sandwich. Well, you don't get a sandwich when you vote. It's just more of a tradition that you could do, you know, just another little act of patriotism and eating a sandwich. It, it's, I'm just going to blame two sandwiches. Is it an act of patriotism? To eat a to sandwich. sandwich. With a little American flag, like, like toothpicks and the sandwich. I mean, how is it not patriotic? Think about that. So, so, so you didn't answer the question. Were there American flag toothpicks in the sandwich? Because if there weren't, well, no. I'm going to be disappointed. Well, no. Oh, like, come on. Because breakfast sandwiches don't have American flags on it. Everybody knows. If it was a BLT, then there's possibly, you know, there's possibilities. But bre- everyone knows breakfast sandwiches doesn't have little flags on it. It could. For, the, for an election sandwich could. Come on now. Years ago, when I worked at, at ASU, we were, were helping out with uh, – they, they – the, the current president of ASU was inaugurated when I worked there and we had to help out with the inauguration and they had bottles of water that they were giving out and they had relabeled them like ASU presidential inauguration. And we literally everywhere we were walking, we were like inauguration water, inauguration water. So it's an election sandwich and it could have had a flag on it. And then you could have had election water to go along with it. But you know what? It doesn't matter. It's, it's just all that the, we're talking more about whether or not there are flags in the sandwich than the actual candidates, which is fine because this is not a political show. I was going to say, I think that that's actually more therapeutic right now to just talk about sandwiches. So what was on the sandwich? Let's, let's talk about the sandwich. What did it include? It, so it was pretty delicious, I have to admit. This is more it's of a definitely topic. Definitely more one of those special day sandwiches. Not one yeah. you eat all the time, but it was a special day sandwich uh, that was like more of a croissant. Mm-hmm. Um, and then inside was bacon, egg, and cheese. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And okay. good, like the, like a little thick piece of bacon too. Yeah. It was it was a little bit of a deluxe breakfast. That's why it was a special occasion. That's why I'm they, making such a big deal about the breakfast sandwich. I don't get breakfast sandwiches like this every day. I made right. it a point to you know utilize this. It was a special day. Deserved a special sandwich. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Did they give you this sandwich at the polling location, or did you just buy the sandwich on your own? Well, I bought it. They don't give you, you know, they're not allowed to give you anything so, at the See, I literally location. thought they were given out at the polling location. I completely Why would you think that? This, sorry, this sounds like a moment for those of you who watched Parks and Rec where Miranda decided to treat herself. Yes. Treat yourself. yourself. To a breakfast That's what sandwich. Knows. He knows. I, I did not treat myself because, as Greg says, no days off. No quit November. That's right. We're in the midst of it. Well, we're not in the midst Which of it. Which meant I had, I had the same boring-ass lunch I have every day. <laughs> I, I had the same boring-ass breakfast I, I have every day. I don't even know. Day. Like, I don't have breakfast, lunch, dinner. What are those things? I just eat when I'm hungry after 1030, and it's fine. Although I ate earlier today because I was really hungry. But I mean, we as, as we talk about everything but wrestling, um, 
But your body has a schedule, right? Like your body tends to to be like, I'm hungry at this time. You can train your body to do that. I I guess I've kind of trained my body to not do that. Because I just, some days I'm hungry early, some days I'm not. I don't know. Sure, but like I, I bet you, if you actually clocked it, you'd you'd be closer than you think. Like Probably. I think it's weird that my body at eleven thirty is like it's lunchtime, Patrick. You must you must eat the lunch now. If you don't, then you might shrivel up and die. Even though you're overweight right now. You know what? It's election day. Let's be American and capitalistic and sell some T-shirts. It's time for you to go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot to get your, yes, your very own chair shot t-shirt today. Uh, at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot, you will be able to find over 25 different designs all for you. There are lots of cool logos, colors, t-shirt styles that you can choose from, including Yes, you know what I'm going to say. Soft style. Yes. Go ahead and go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Some of the cool logos that are available are the OG chair shot logo, multiple use your head logos, uh, chair shot worldwide, and of course, some very cool t-shirts supporting some of the podcasts from the chair shot radio network, including a winner is you bandwagon nerds, the hashtag Miranda show, Miranda show. <laughs> I know why would out of all the names well, I messed the up. The one name. you messed up was yours. The hashtag Miranda show. Mirando. If I can come remember, see, come see the amazing Miranda performing magic in the bay, you know something loud. If, if I can in the remember, Parrot Bay Lounge. If there I can go. remember that, that's it'll Caesar's come up Palace. again. If I can remember, it'll come up again on your show. But that's a big if. That's a big if. Yes. Well, you know the only other if you need to know is well if you miss out on this you may be bummed out that you don't have a chair shot t-shirt. So make sure to go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. T-shirts start at $19.99, but you can upgrade for a few dollars more and treat yourself. So go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot to get your very own chair shot t-shirt today. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. Go to powerslam.tv, promo code chairshot, get your free month. Again, that's powerslam.tv, promo code chairshot. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Ooh, so- 
So allow me to set the scene for you. Listeners, you, Patrick O'Dowd, you, Miranda Morales. Eight years ago, Vincent Kennedy McMahon was rocked with the news that there was a new term limit imposed. And even if reelected, he could only be the president of wrestling through 2020. Because see, in this fictitious version of an already fictitious world, election season is now upon us. And it is up to Patrick O'Dowd, Miranda Morales, and Greg DeMarco to determine who will be the new president of wrestling. That's right. We are going to, on this election day that we're recording this show, elect a brand new president of wrestling. It cannot be Vince McMahon, term limit imposed. So we're going to pick a new president. So first off, Patrick and Miranda, congratulations. You've been selected amongst a massive pool of potentials to to join me in selecting the brand new president of we're, wrestling. We're, we're the electoral college of yes. president of wrestling election. Three, all right. three, three electoral college votes. That's it. That's all we need. That's all we need. That's all we need. Yeah. Yes. I'd just like to get this vote in early. Um, I would like to nominate the Native American <laughs> Tatanka as the new president of wrestling. And that's the show, everybody. We appreciate you stopping yeah. by. It was a lot of fun. Go out there. Enjoy the election coverage. We'll see you next time. <laughs> Remember where the WWE said he was from? Well, you're talking about when we were there. When we went to the show, they said he was from Mohegan Sun, Connecticut, which isn't a real place. And right. is it a real tribe? What? You're saying that they made up a place? They made what? up a place at the place we were at. Like, they didn't pick some, right. like, Truth or Consequences, New Mexico. They literally went with Mohegan Sun, Connecticut, as we're sitting in the Mohegan Sun Arena in Uncasville, Connecticut. And but Truth or Consequences is a real place. Wasn't it a real place after the fact? I don't know. I always thought it was a real place. <laughs> as, as it was. Kurt I mean, Angle yelling at to yelling yes. at Tatanka that this is Mohegan Sun Kinetic or not yelling at Eugene that this is because that was what's your name? Who, who, what's your name? Where you're from? Where you're yeah. from? Or oh, yeah. who, who's your, yeah, it was hilarious because um, that was when Eugene had the medals. Yes. And the Native American Tatanka comes out as the hometown hero, even though he's but from let's be honest, like even though he's from <laughs> North Carolina. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, Tatanka always gets a big pop. Like seriously, Tatanka he does. It's the music, man. Part. It is. Mm-hmm. It definitely that is racist, yeah. beautiful war cry. <laughs> and and far be it for me to argue with the person who actually lived in New Mexico about whether or not there is a truth or consequences. I'm New just Mexico. saying it's real. There's a whole story I, I, behind I, I, it. It's it's real. Sounds like a topic for your show someday. Nah, I'm done. Like. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. Shortest topic ever. Now we are done, and we'll see you next week. So anyway, we are going to elect a brand new president of wrestling because Vincent Kennedy McMahon, he's out. He is just simply out and can no longer be that be that position. He wanted to, but but he was simply informed. So he's out. He can't do anything about it. And so we are going to elect a new. So first off, we got to talk about the parties now. Of course, one of the things that I complain about all the time is that America is stuck in a two-party system. So we're not going to limit ourselves to two parties. I've got some party ideas 
on your rundown for you. I've got the sports entertainment party, the wrestling as an art form party, the old school party, the evolution party, which is not the stable, but the the, the female women's Re- revolution, evolution, all that. The internet friendly party and any that we can come up with to, to put together. So first off, I turn the floor over to you guys. Maybe we'll start with Patrick because when I turn it over to two people, no one talks. So we'll start that way. Any parties that you're specifically interested in, including in this here race for the new president of wrestling? See, I feel like there's variations within the internet friendly party. Like, oh, where's man. the pissed off keyboard warrior party? Like, you know, you got like that one seems like mm-hmm. one that is there. Okay. That's the, the, the smart party. Ooh, smart party 2020. Smart. Wait, what? No, you don't want to be that. So let's just so let's start putting together people. Let's start putting together our candidates, president, vice president. Who would you put together? Oh wow! Like within the context of a party, or just you can it can be any party you want. It's fine. It's more about the candidates. Mm. You know, I hate parties. Current currently living. Yes, this election takes place in 2020. This is real. Not real, but so, it would be. We're, we're pretending it's real because it's wrestling. Don't real to me, damn it. So here's here's my thing is which young buck is the like the running mate with Cody Rose? Interesting. So oh. which which party are they? The young buck party? No. The nepotism party? Okay. The uh <clears throat> sorry, the, the self-flagellation party. Um wouldn't Cody's running maybe Brandy? Yeah. I mean, I mean, they're probably an internet. Yeah. I mean, you could probably put them under that internet friendly party because currently any decision Cody makes can do no wrong. Apparently. Yeah. I wouldn't even put it, a party when on it. Comes, it. We don't need a party on it. We don't need a party on it. So right. Cody Rhodes and Brandy Rhodes are the first, shockingly, the first nominee for president and vice president of wrestling. Not, not only that, but coming from me, that Cody Rhodes mm-hmm. is the first name I threw. That, that but we know why you did it. Me. So. Well, you did no, it but Nick I get it, though. Dead. He's already kind of done this. He's He definitely I mean, can put on a suit and do the, the song and dance in front of people as far as, you know, being a, 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 a entertainment professional while also being a wrestler. So to me, that isn't very far-fetched because we've seen him kind of play both both sides of of you know, that role. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go ahead and nominate the guy that everyone thinks is going to be the guy. And that's triple H for president of wrestling. Who would his running may be? Would it be Shawn Michaels? Yes, because I actually think he's running against Stephanie. I agree with you on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think Stephanie McMahon is, is running under her own I do, banner. I agree oh, with yeah. you. So, so Miranda, yeah. Triple H and Shawn Michaels, uh, down with those as, as a party? I mean, yeah. I mean, they when they know how to give a, a speech. So, you know, I feel like they could get people on, on board. Right. And uh, I think it's funny now. I think if we were to ask that question 20 years ago, we'd flip that and say Sean would be running for president. But now knowing what we know, you know, Triple right. H running for president and, and Sean for VP makes way more sense. So who should be Stephanie McMahon's running mate? Miranda, we'll start with you. Oh, gosh, that's a hard one. That really is a hard one because I don't I don't know who would run with her. 
there's plenty of people kissing her ass on social media that work for that company that are women. So there's lots of people that, that could do it. Um, I don't know. Do the Bellas count? Can they just count as one? It's got to be one Bella, though. Just one? Both. You know what? I'm going to call it. It's going to be Nikki. Okay. I think Nikki, you know, I don't think I'd buy that. Into okay. it as much. Stephanie McMahon and Nikki Bella is a uh, is a group. So, um, I'm going to go outside the box just a little bit. I'm going to nominate the person who is most likely to actually be president someday from this show, from this list. I'm going to nominate The Rock to be the president of wrestling because everything he touches turns to gold. He's got major mm-hmm. multimedia connections. And he can probably just pay for whatever he needs to pay for. So The Rock, who would run with The Rock? Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. I mean, we I can go so. with the classic uh, rock, stone cold. Ooh, I you like know, it. I mean, who makes better running mate? Yeah, that, that, that I don't know. I don't know if that works though, because like first campaign rally where they're standing there together, Stone Cold's gonna stun him, and the Rock's gonna oversell it, and then Stone Cold's running for president. No, Stone I mean, Cold stuns the anybody but the running mate. No, you do a combo stunner, Rock bottom. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna stun the opponent. And and eventually, when they win, when, the when they win, ever coexist as a unit. This it's twenty twenty. Anything like, can happen in twenty twenty. Yeah. When they win, you know, during the celebration, death, when death they win, taxes and the Rock and Stone Cold never getting along. And that's, you know, and and if they win, that's the tweet. If they win, you know, with a party, the Rock's gonna eat a stunner. Like they're gonna save it for the right moment. It'll happen. It'll right, happen, and then so. and then Stone Cold will run a run a you know a, a Coors Light coup. Right. Okay, so we've got four so far. Who else? Who else do you want to want anybody? Let's see if outside? you want. Let's, let's do an old man outdated pairing. Okay. Let's do like uh, do we? I, and it's like, do we go cantankerous and go with like angry Jim Cornette? Yep, Jim Cornette. So who's this with money, man? Uh, with a side of God? I don't know. Uh, like a Jim Ross or a Arn. I can see Arn being that yeah, quiet. Man. Like, like he'd be that he's solid. Literally like, the enforcer. Yeah. That's, that's he'd be, the well, he'd, be, he'd be that he, he'd be that even keeled temper guy to go with the Just what I would argue head. would be the Donald Trump esque yep. candidate in Jim Cornette. So we got Jim Cornette and Arn Anderson as, as mm-hmm. group number five here on our list. So staying with the podcasting realm, I, I would like to nominate Eric Bischoff. He's shocker, mm-hmm. right? Took long enough. <laughs> Not even a little surprised. No. Well, who would run with Eric Bischoff? His dog. Talks about that damn dog all the time. Yeah, I don't think that would. Um, this is America, whatever. It's true. You don't like dogs, you just get the hell out of here. That's, that, that's um, right. Right. Just saying. Just saying, if you don't like dogs. Jason Hervey. <laughs> 
<laughs> there we go. Uh, well, like Con- Conrad Thompson. Wait, did you write that down? Ooh, Conrad no, Thompson. Ah, no, I voted for that ticket. No, I mean you can put him on that ticket. Yeah, I didn't vote for that ticket. Yeah. Is it Hervey or Harvey for Jason? Hervey, H E R V E Y. Just looks funny when I type it. Okay, so we've got Eric Bischoff and Jason Hervey. That makes sense. They've been in in business together and, and they're longtime business partners. Yeah, longtime business partners. So we've got six so far. Anybody else? Anyone? Well, else? so this is almost more running into Parliament, but. You know, if we're going to just change things up, let's might as well shake it up. Because I'd love to see Bad News Barrett. I mean, just okay. just seeing with that, well, with, you know, the hammer. Unless he's more Supreme just... Court material. Well, we're only nominating for president, so we can do that. So, Bad News Barrett. Not American, just... but that's okay. We never said they had to be American. So, who... Was he naturalized, maybe? Maybe. Who he would can. run with him? Oh, and he's man. a running mate. Yeah, that's as far as my thought went. That's okay. I just really liked him with the gavel. Does kind of seem great. really Supreme Courtish, and that's okay. He can still, when he doesn't win, he can be appointed. It's fine. It'll work. Yeah. So Who would? Well, when are we going to then do a Supreme Court of Wrestling? Because Wrestlers Court is a thing. That's a different. That's a different show. But we could do that. We could do that in the future. Patrick, running mate for Bad News Barrett. Who do you think could run alongside? Good old bad news bear. I'm afraid I've got some bad news. Cesaro. I am obviously in favor. So, and it's it's apropos that the running mate is also not an American citizen. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But he looks great in a suit. So, like, yep. he does. There you go. Perfect. Most so. money making man in Switzerland. <laughs> what about a what about a Becky Lynch? Oh, mm-hmm. yes, the man. I like it. With Seth Rollins as a running mate. (laughs) I actually like that because I like that they're running mates. I also like that the female is a presidential candidate and the male is a vice presidential candidate. Oh, yeah, because the female is way more likable. They would never win if Seth ran for president. Not at all. Not at all. As much as we love heels, he would never, never win. So we got Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins paired up. We're at eight so far, so we're about to have an electoral tournament. But... Um, it's a hell of a ticket. It is. It's a hell of a pick and a choice I have to make. So um, any more? Any more that we want to include before we try? I mean, I'm kind of tempted to do a Banks-Bailey ticket, even though they're they're beefing now. Right. And I'd say Banks for president, Bailey okay. for VP. I can do that. Sasha Banks and Bailey. I think people would, would agree with that. So there we go. We have nine... On the ticket so far, nine. It's a lot. That is, but why not have one more? Oh, because you like. Do you, do you have one more? I don't have one more. So I mean, we're very WWE heavy. We've got some old school stuff on there. We've got some non WWE. Is there anything else from outside WWE that we want to include? We got the one, the one you know group out of AEW. Um, I need someone who has who starts with the letter A. Well, I mean, there's the perfect person who starts with the letter A that everybody knows from this show. Nice try, though. So who would run alongside Adam Pierce? I mean, if we're going to I, – I have a catchy name, the Alpha or Omega ticket. So uh, maybe he, he teams up with Kenny Omega. You, you want to pair Adam Pierce and Kenny Omega? <laughs> 
I'm just gonna let Greg. Greg, you you just do this. Okay. Look, Adam I, Pearson I, can't that's hear me. I asked. I had I I had the Omega in mind. I needed. I a had name. already started typing Pat Buck. I mean, since that's who he's on TV with. But I all right. Alpha and Omega. Adam Pearson can't. Look, they're not winning anyway, so it doesn't matter. So we'll go ahead and put them right, on the right. list. They just that's the wild can't. card. That's the wild card ticket. Woo! Now I gotta go to your show's folder. Wild card, bitches! Okay, so we've got 10 parties as, as Adam Pearson and Kenny Omega barely made the list. You just made the list! But they did, in fact, make... Oh, Chris, Chris Jericho could have been a good person to have on there, but it's closed now. Sorry, Chris Jericho. You're just going to have to tweet about it or talk about it on your podcast. So I'm going to re rerun down the groups here. We have Cody Rhodes and Brandy Rhodes, Triple H and Shawn Michaels, Stephanie McMahon and Nikki Bella, the Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin, Jim Cornette and Arn Anderson, Eric Bischoff and Jason Hervey, Bad News Barrett and Cesaro, Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins, Sasha Banks and Bailey, and Adam Pierce and Kenny Omega. As your candidates for the new president, along with their vice presidential nominee, the new president of wrestling. So, how in the hell do we even pick? Like, like how, I don't even know. Uh, well, what do we really want out of professional wrestling? I guess it's cause that's like, what would the, what would the platforms be for these candidates? Like we threw out a bunch of names, but like, what would, what would platforms really be? Like, what, what are we voting for? Like if we were a vote for Jim Cornette is like a vote for, no mats yeah. on the floor and you can't Basically, throw people over the top rope. Yeah, a vote for Jim Cornette is a vote for, you know, old wrestling that no one cares about anymore. So, boring. Yeah. Well, that's just criminal. It's not boring. It's not boring, but it wouldn't sell today. Like, they would take right. the business backwards and it would devolve. But so. But that's, I mean, but that's my thing is is we got to look at these platforms okay. here. So, so I think you know, you've made boy, a solid argument. For me to strike through Jim Cornette and Arn Anderson, and, sure. and remove. So your boy Eric Bischoff. Let's let's go. Let's, like, what would his platform? His actually, I'll just go off of what I heard him say on as I as I just take over the segment of the show. Go ahead. Uh he he talked about the need. He, he is much more about the entertainment part of the industry. He actually is not a flippy shit kind of guy. He he compared wrestling, current wrestling product to parkour and how it looks amazing, but isn't compelling. And so he, he wants compelling wrestling that may not be as acrobatic. So, so to speak, does that fairly describe Eric Bischoff? I would say so. Yes, he, he's he thinks it has its place. I mean, remember he was the guy who utilized the luchadors during the first hour of right. Nitro, but he also understands what really moves the needle and what really brings him in. Um, so I guess what you did is made an argument to not necessarily kick them off just yet. And, and right, I'm not I'm not speaking against them. I'm just projecting right. what I think yeah. their platforms would be. Right. Because it's interesting, uh, most campaigning is negative. So us finding reasons why to not include them kind of works, um, right? So so let's 
So who else should we not include? Who else can we be like, no? Adam Adam Pierce and Kenny Omega. Oh, come on. That's the wild card ticket, man. They 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 wild carded their asses right off the, the You know bell. what's funny? Is that I really I wanted to see how passionately Miranda would, would advocate for them to stay and it wasn't passionately at all. Um so yeah. No, I mean I just it was more of an idea generator. I mean, I I'm not the type to to align myself with the you know, that much randomness, like literally makes no sense other than just the fact that it's too wild. You just don't know what you're going to expect. It is the element of wrestling that is surprise that, you know, keeps you on the edge of your, your seat, you know, that sometimes doesn't make any sense. That is, that is wrestling. Literally that there's a term for it. Wrestling. When things just don't make sense. Honestly, you know what the big turnoff is, is it's not, not so much that it makes sense or that it doesn't make sense in the whole, like, you don't know what could happen. I don't see Kenny Omega as even a vice presidential sort no. of, person. like, I don't see him as a leader amongst wrestlers. Like, can't if you even pair it out of yourself like... with like a Jamie Noble, yeah, I, I'd at least, I could at least see how it would work. Because that's two great minds of the bit for the business, and yeah. in, in our opinions, I would Kenny say o- that's, the, that's the, an IMO. The AEW women's division is living proof that Kenny Omega does not have a mind for the business outside <laughs> of himself, which he is phenomenal at himself, but just not phenomenal at anyone else. So, yeah, they have been effectively eliminated from from consideration. So, so let's talk. I mean, because basically, you know how how elections work, right? You got to get it down to two. So. Is there anyone that it's like, okay, we know these two would have to be in it. Like, we just know. Triple H. Yeah, Triple H, Shawn Michaels for sure. So if you're a a political party and and you're trying to pick people to run, is there any stronger ticket to run against Triple H and Shawn Michaels than The Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin? Probably not. If yeah. if I'm if I'm being honest with myself, yeah. Probably yeah. not. I mean, it's not yeah. it's not the ticket I want, but it's the ticket yeah. we need. What's I think the want? only close, like maybe second, would be Becky and Seth. Yeah. So maybe that's a three way dance we do. Okay. Well, they could be the ind- They could be the independent. They could be the you know like li- they're the libertarian yeah. candidates. I'm down for that. So, so if we can include Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins, man, Seth Rollins really riding Becky Lynch's coattails on this one. Like that's like, he would not be in an election if not for Becky Lynch on this one. So that's, um, which means we've eliminated Cody and Brandy Rhodes from, from consideration. We have eliminated Stephanie McMahon and Nikki Bella from consideration. Eric Bischoff and Jason Hervey, unfortunately not, not there. As much fun as Bad News Barrett and Cesaro would be, I, I think they would be more fun in, in that parliament um, environment that Miranda was talking about. Then, then, and then we have also eliminated then Sasha Banks and Bailey, which I mean, they've proven they can't get along. And mm-hmm. and so, granted, you kind of have the Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin as well, but it's more believable that the Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin have been able to let bygones be bygones. So. <laughs> I no no 
No. Did you not see WrestleMania 30? Like they hung out. No one took a stunner. Yeah. Like, I mean, because that's because Stone Cold might break his neck if he does a stunner now. Well, look, they, they had some of the greatest rivalries in, in all of, of the 90s, and they have so much respect and admira- admiration for each other now it's, that, it's you know. It's like putting Sean and Brett on a ticket. I'm sorry. Like, no, it's way different no. than putting Sean and Brett on a ticket. Way, uh, way I mean, different. Okay. Like, didn't Biden and, and Kamala Harris say bad things about each other years ago? Like, it's no different. Like they're friends now. So it, it's, it's, you know, it, it's, it's no, they, they, they weren't longtime adversary. Like they, li- they lived not. in different States. They, they've only run against each other as presidential candidates twice for their party's nomination. This isn't, this is not a comparable man. Just not a comparable. It's wrestling. I, we can, we can nice try. I know, I know what you're trying to do here and you're failing at convincing me. So I appreciate the effort, though. Okay, so we've got three. Triple H and Shawn Michaels, The Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin, Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins. So here's what we got to do. You have to pick two so that we can try to narrow this thing down. So Okay. Pick two. (laughs) We know Patrick's two. So Miranda. Yes. No, Patrick, we already know you're two. Pick two. Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins. Okay. At Shawn Michaels and Triple or Triple H and Shawn Michaels. Okay, Miranda, pick two. Oh, this is hard because I I do like all three, but my gut. I mean, I gotta go with Triple H, Shawn Michaels, and The Rock, Stone Cold. Of course you do. Of course I do. Exactly. Of course I do. It's a brick country with sandwiches that I could eat all the time. I know. Treat yourself. Yes. So I am going with The Rock and Stone Cold, Steve Austin. <clears throat> and oh, of course you are. I am going to go with Triple H and Shawn Michaels. So Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins are no longer under consideration to be. And that breaks my heart, though. Like yeah. that was hard because I really wanted, uh, you know, I support Becky Lynch as, as wrestling president. Well, I, I feel like if anyone can make a change and upturn like she did her career, it is Becky Lynch. It's only 2020. She can, you know. We do this in eight years. She can she can be a prime candidate. That's for sure. So we'll uh, you know we'll she'll she'll be back. She this ain't her last. This ain't her last election. That's for damn sure. Mm-hmm. So they had a good run. They're established. Next time, next time is next time. So now we have to pick Triple H and Shawn Michaels or The Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Patrick O'Dowd. The tri- the Triple H Shawn Michaels pairing is not going to implode at any point. Its leadership is going to be solid and consistent all the way through its term. Probably will have a strong re-election bid that the populace would be able to get behind. It is the stable vote. Unfortunately, we have seen in elections that people are stupid and go with flashy, noisy things that everybody goes, oh, shiny. So <laughs> while I am casting my vote. For Trump or not Trump? God damn! Wow, Triple H. <laughs> I can't that came out it's your the Trump, the Trump, the Triple right? H. Shawn Michaels ticket because the forward thinkingness of Triple H and recognizing the future of the business being the best thing for the business is is what we should vote for. I'm casting that vote, but my confidence is low, just given the 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 upswell of support that seems to be going with the flashy ticket. I, so 
to me, I'm, I'm voting between Triple H and The Rock, the presidential candidates, because and, – and I honestly think of everybody on this list, these are the two prime candidates to actually be the president of wrestling. Even though The Rock's not in the business so much, he has accomplished so much outside of the business that I think he offers that outside perspective to really, you know – bring it back to the forefront. He can make anything cool. It's the rock. Like it's, it's he, everything he touches turns to gold. Like I was saying before, it's going to be really challenged here in 2022 with the XFL. But I, it's, it's, it's tough picking between those two. We've seen what triple H can do. We've all kind of wanted triple H to be the guy and, and to have that. And, and I've been that person, but I have to put my vote in for the rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin because of The Rock. Like I said, I'm voting for, for Triple H or I'm voting for The Rock, and I have to vote for The Rock. Like, I think he will lead the people. He will get the right? – it'll be on NBC. Like, he'll have all kinds of, of amazing things for the world of professional wrestling. He'll think outside the box, and, and he'll make changes for the better. And, and so that's why I'm going with The Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin. So Miranda Morales, <laughs> you have been tasked with the very yeah. important job – of casting the deciding vote, the fate of professional wrestling for the next four to eight years rests in your hands. It's either Triple H and Shawn Michaels or The Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Either Triple H or The Rock for the new president of wrestling. No pressure. Where's the sandwich when I need it? That's probably Well, after you vote, you can have a sandwich. Okay. Um, so look, I, I understand Patrick's, uh, argument about flashiness, uh, of a ticket of the rock and, and stone cold. Uh, it can be more nostalgic. You know, we definitely have seen them in the ring, um, as formidable competitors for years, uh, to, to the point where they're looked at as some of the, the best rivalries in all of wrestling in the nineties. Um, however, you know, as much as I advocate for that. When I view this, I view as the primary question, where is the future of pro wrestling? Where is the future? And as much as The Rock has grown, I think that he shows us there is a future in wrestling, but it's very specific to him. He will likely be the biggest star to come out of wrestling probably ever until maybe someone else comes out. But, you know, who knows when that will be? Uh, I think he's helped bridge a gap uh, for professional wrestling and entertainment and brought it into a new limelight. But a lot of it has been focused on him and his endeavors. When I think about the future of pro wrestling, I think about the person who's had such a pivotal role in growing professional wrestling and professional wrestlers to this new forefront. And that is Triple H, his involvement with NXT, um, with the, the development center. You know, the way he's advocated for for talent and brought in talent that we would never expect in the WWE universe. That, to me, is where I see wrestling going and needing an advocate and a leader in that direction. You know, I I feel like the ticket of, of, you know, Triple H and Shawn Michaels is more of that partnership that we've seen for years. But both of them have grown. I like to think especially Shawn has grown from who he was to, to who he is now. But I do also look at this as a kind of a one person matchup, but I base it more on what I think, you know, pro wrestling is and where it should be. So my vote would go with triple H and Shawn Michaels. So it is official on election day, 2020, 
Vince McMahon served his eight-year term. I don't know who his vice president was. He probably fired him anyway, so it doesn't matter. The brand-new president of wrestling, seconded by his vice president, Shawn Michaels, is none other than Triple H. Congratulations, Triple H. You are now charged with the leadership of the wrestling business. Go and do well. We all now serve at the mercy of the president. Lucha-masks.com by Pro Wrestling Revolution. Bringing you, in partnership with Mask Republic, the Lucha Brothers, as well as Japanese legend Ultimo Dragon. Go to lucha-masks.com and fight Lucha Strong with masks from your favorite Lucha Legends and Pro Wrestling Revolution Luchadores. Stay safe in style and represent your favorite Luchador. Get yours now at lucha-masks.com, powered by Pro Wrestling Revolution. This is your boy Kenny Killer telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. Gentlemen, you have three minutes, and you better make it good. We got three minutes, and we're out of here. The clock is ticking, and we're in the clear. We got three minutes, and we're out of here. We got three minutes, and we're out of So like I said at the beginning of the show, it is election day when we record this, Tuesday, November 3rd, 2020. And uh, this comes up on occasion and, and on these programs, and I'm a big advocate of it, and so that's why I'm presenting it in this way. We talk about wrestling. We're, we're lucky enough to have the technology to come together and do a podcast and talk about wrestling. But we're real people who have real lives, who have families, who have things we got to worry about on a daily basis. And, and that isn't this. And so I, you know, it's as much as I hate the topic, it's it's kind of now or, or, or not never, but now or four years from now to have an opportunity to, to talk about the impact and what's going on and what we're right in the middle of right now. So I know we can't avoid the topic, or at least we shouldn't avoid the topic. It is the actual election, and really the floor is open. If there's an election story you want to share, if there's a thought, a feeling, a fear, a concern, whatever it may be, now is the time. We are our danger zone card free because it is wide open for the next few minutes to talk about the world of pro, not the world of pro wrestling, but the, the world that we actually live in and, and the impact of what's going on right now. I'll go first, I suppose. So, I mean, I'm not going to lie. During this whole podcast that we've been recording, I've been flipping back and forth between election update maps. Like, I've been looking at it. And frankly, as as a Democrat, it's not looking good if you're looking to vote for Joe Biden. Like, the the states that it looks like he needs to win, he's trailing in. Um, Specifically, places like Pennsylvania, places like Ohio. and you know, I we talked about this a, a while ago, Greg. We when we talked about the election briefly previously, because mm-hmm. you know we've like you've said so you've made it very clear, like you don't, you're you not a political guy. I still um, voted though. Like like I hate no, I'm politics. not saying I'm not saying you don't yeah. vote, and I'm but, not saying know, that I'm that the sort guy. Of thing, but 
I'm the guy who didn't try to get out of jury duty. Like I'm a, I'm right. Despite all my hatred for all things government, I'm also a civic duty right. motherfucker. So sure. Yeah. And, and for me, I, when I talked about this before and what this election means, it's, it's sad for me because I know that this result, however it goes, largely doesn't impact my, my life because I'm a white dude in, in a liberal state that's going to, that's going to keep doing its, its own thing who lives in a a white neighborhood and and basically just kind of has things the way I need it to be. But I, I feel a deep swell of concern for so many people in my life who, you know, are legitimately trying to figure out whether or not they're going to be able to include their partner in a will or visit their child in a hospital keep their marriage legal if they leave the state. Uh, people who I know rely on health care through the, through the United States government that, that are concerned about what happens to it and where it goes when the, this president starts legally challenging all these things and calls it a mandate. And it, you know, it blows my mind because for me, it's just a great swell of of worry and concern for not so much myself, but a lot of people who are very important to me and, and what this could do to their lives and what I think it will do to their lives. Um, so many people keep, keep saying that like various pieces of longstanding legis- legislation aren't, aren't going to go away. I disagree wholeheartedly. Um, because of the damage that's been done by our current president and what he can continue to do if he wins this re-election, which as of right now, it hasn't been called. But like I said, it doesn't feel so good and it doesn't look so good if if you're supporting a Democrat. Miranda? Um, so when you first asked that question, and kind of a memory that I've been thinking about over the past few days was my reaction to the previous election. And I remember sitting on my couch um, crying. I was one of those people who cried. Um, But it was more of the fact that I felt like as a woman, a woman was never going to be taken seriously in any leadership role. And this feeling of no matter how hard you work, no matter how hard you try, no matter what you do, the odds in the world will always be against you. That there will be men, women out there who will believe that because you are a woman, you are not capable of leadership. And I understand that there was so many varying factors uh, in the previous election as to why people decided to vote or not to vote for Hillary. But that was something that really came from me, that someone that put as much of a legitimate campaign and effort forward against someone who you thought had no shot of getting to be president, that it almost just felt like a joke, like this whole life was a practical joke. But it was this feeling of you couldn't do all the right things and, and be as professional and upfront as, as you can. And still people are going to look at you and say, you know, 
yeah, but he's a guy, even though whatever is happening with him, you know, we trust him more than we would trust a woman. And that is kind of just the feeling that I felt for many, many years and how ultimately as a female, a lot of things have just been put in question. And even my own faith and ability to, you know, lead in, in my life because no one would ever take it seriously. That whole saying, and I know it's from scandal, but it's still relevant and, and true for a lot of, of women, especially for, for women who uh, are minorities, you have to work twice as hard to get half the recognition. And so everything with this year has been so weird with the pandemic and the way that this, you know, campaign and election has ran. I do feel worried about the future. Will I sit and cry again? No, I, regardless of the result, I don't, I don't think so. Not to say that it's not going to hurt and it's not going to suck, but I do feel like I've gotten to a point where there's so many factors and issues that go beyond just this feeling as a woman that people are not going to respect and value your opinion or your ability to lead uh, ever. And, you know, I think that that's, that's still a sad reality that there are girls growing up who now live in a world where, you know, it's that they are constantly having to question what people's intentions are with them. We live in a world where, where me too has went rampant through, you know, not only entertainment, but different workplaces and wrestling and where it's like they value you to a point. You are valued until you aren't valued. And I feel like that's a lot of what this election, all these, you know, conflicting things about, you know, um, you know, people who want to protect unborn rights. But as soon as you're born and you're born on the other side of the border, you don't count. Or if you're born and you're born black or brown, well, you don't count because, you know, like I've, I've had so many conflicting feelings and thoughts about a lot of this mentality that I see throughout the United States. But I always feel like it's up to a point you're cared about until you're not. And so, you know, my hope is that there are changes that do happen from this. They may be big. It may be the actual presidential seat or it could be other changes that happen. And so I'm trying to also keep that into perspective. But I'm also, you know, very aware that things matter until they don't, you know, uh, sexual harassment allegations matter until, you know, people think that you did it to yourself. Lives matter until you are born in the wrong place in the wrong time or with the wrong skin color or the wrong nationality or sexuality, you know, and the more that people just recognize that and own up to that, then we know who we're dealing with. Then we know more about our neighbors and friends and, and people around us and how we decide to deal with that. That's a whole other issue. When you find out, you know, people that you may have considered closer, good people have views that are so jarringly different that you don't know how you move past. It's really complicated, but I do know that it, because of that, I'm trying to just look at this in, in the little victories and the little things that I can. And also just, there's just this reality that I know me personally, I'm just trying to look in, in at people for who they are, but also be aware that my actions can help provide a sense of comfort and calm and just respect for people who feel like they don't have that respect because of things that are beyond their control. And I, I believe in your lifetime, in our lifetime, you will see a woman president. I think it's got to be the right candidate. And and I believe that it wasn't the right one last time, unfortunately. And that was and people were just so disenfranchised with politicians that that's why they made the choice they made. 
This election for me, you guys both know, we've talked about it on air and off air, how much I hate politics and I'm apolitical. And I don't really like either candidate. And and I'm very public about that fact. And, and I didn't like either one. But there's two big things that influenced me this election. There is this notion about voting for my friends, that there's a lot of people out there who one candidate over the other would really put in a bad position. And I don't like that a lot. And, and so you guys have both heard me say it on air. I largely do not see whoever the president is having an impact on my life. And that's because I'm a white dude. You know, and, and of course, I'm on record as saying white dudes are what's wrong with the world. And we're sitting here picking between two white dudes. But I largely pick the white dude who I think is going to do less to screw over the non-white dudes. And, and to me, that was very important. I hate political advertising. This is my second point to the fact that we're watching football yesterday and every commercial break, as soon as we go to commercial, my son mutes the television because he's like, I, I know that my father doesn't want to listen to this because I complain about it all the time. And I complain about it in, in my way, which is funny and joking and, and probably entertaining to my family, but I, I can't stand it. I hate it so much. And, but there's one commercial that we don't mute and it's a commercial. It's a local commercial that I'm sure Miranda has seen as well. It's a guy basically waiting to board a train, a a local train here in Arizona. And he's talking about, it's just a commercial telling you to vote. And, and, and it hit me because it was very much like, basically the commercial was like, look, they both suck, but it's like picking a train. No train is going to get you to the exact location you need to be, but who is going to get you the closest where you need to be. And, And it really changed my perspective. Like I've always been so upset with politicians because they're all, None of them are the best candidate. And it put that into perspective that maybe none of them are ever going to be the best candidate. Um, and and so that kind of put that in perspective and brought me back to the first point and, and how I should vote and voting for my friends. Um, how it turns out is how it turns out. And I would say we don't have much control over it, but we all voted. So we all did our part. And, and that kind of puts us where we are. And, and hopefully, you know. We can come out of this and, you know, I've seen things like people loading up ammunition for the next civil war. And I saw a post on social media that was like, you know, I'm sitting here watching the series finale of the United States of America on television. Like, uh, you know, it's like every show that covers football is overreaction Monday. Like the the world's not going to stop tomorrow. It's going to be hell. It's going to be annoying. It's going to be a lot of negative things, but uh, we will get through it just like we get everything. But I, for some reason, have a greater sense of hope that at some point in our lives, we're going to see some kind of positive change. And I actually feel that more than ever. I don't know the numbers on young people voting versus old people voting and all of that. I know it takes a lot more young people, minorities to vote to get change because this country's run by stupid old white people. But I think that, I don't know, I have hope for, for things to get better. And so that's really, I guess, all we can really ask for. So... That is it. Uh, that's how we're going to end things here. I don't, there's no wrap up. There's no like final say on this. It's, it's three people with their own opinions and, and, you know, the listeners listening would might guess that we all voted for the same person and tell you right now, it doesn't matter who we voted for. And I guess that's my third point. I will not unfriend somebody because of who they have voted for. I will not 
change my relationship views on a person because of who they voted for. I just can't um, I, because it's, I think it brings out the worst in people. I don't think we're seeing people's truest colors through this. I think we're seeing their worst colors in a lot of ways. And so I'm excited to get through it. I'm kind of excited for the next election and hopefully we can have some better options and options has been my thing for so long. So, um, stick with it, get through this thing. It's the month of November, which is a very important month for me in a lot of ways. Um, so we'll talk about that more in the coming weeks and, and what that means to me, but I'm going to play a sound bite. That means the end of the show. And it actually means the end of the show for once. It's a shameful thing. And I'm going to awkwardly change topics and remind everybody listening, if you are local and you want to participate on November 21st, I am part of a, a group putting on an event called IZW NAV 30. 30 years of brothers who celebrate the life and career of the Navajo warrior. The, I shouldn't say life and career because it makes it sound like he's either dead or retiring and he's neither. The impact and influence is the phrase that I wrote, and, and I'm trying to use that, of the Navajo warrior. In fact, in a recent ad, I put like 30 years in apprentice, I put, and still going, just so that people wouldn't think that it's over. Um, I'm so excited about this event. It's less than three weeks away now. NAV 30 at the Sun Studios of Arizona in Tempe, Arizona, suburb of Phoenix. If you're anywhere nearby, definitely come check that out. We are into the low single digits for our VIP tickets. Um very few of those are left. So if you want to be part of the VIP match, which is put together by the man himself, and he will tell you in person why he picked Evan Daniels and Tyler Cintron to wrestle each other in that VIP match. And if you want to be part of a Q&A and have Miranda Morales take your question and ask it of the Navajo Warrior, then, then you got to be there for the VIP portion of the show and there are very few of those tickets left. They are on sale. Go to IZWWrestling.com. We do have general admission left. I do not expect to be able to increase capacity the way things are going, so I expect it to be what it is. Um, from a business sense, that is fine. From a fan sense, that kind of stinks. Because my gut instinct, based on what's happened in the past with IZW shows, I believe we're going to be turning people away at the door. And it bothers me to no end. But I think it's what we're going to have to do. And I, it sucks. And I feel bad for Jennifer who works the front door. And I'll probably have to be out there. And, and it's, it's going to stink. It's great for us, right? We sell out, whatever. But... I, you know, last time we had people standing room only, I can't do standing room only. I, on a good conscience, like that's, that would be horrible, right? Come stand shoulder to shoulder in the COVID era. Like we have to be able to let people space out. So I can't sell as many tickets as I've sold in the past. That's just the reality of the situation, but go to IZWWrestling.com, buy your tickets. There's a chance this thing might be sold out before we even get to November 21st, which has not happened for me yet, but um, do that. Check it out. It, it's going to be a super important show. We've got some surprises in store. Um, I've got a couple announcements that are going to take place during that show that I'm really excited about. One just got finalized over the last two days and, and I'm super excited about that as well, but head on over to IZWWrestling.com, get your tickets. And if you're local, come and support. If you're not local, check out my social media, retweet, forward it, do whatever you can. If you know somebody in Arizona, tell them to come. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's a celebration of wrestling. If you're like, oh, it's a one-off show, whatever, trust me, we're still going to tell our stories. We're still going to do what we need to do to move things forward, but we're going to do it while celebrating the impact and influence of a man who has touched so many in the Navajo warrior. And I, I love when we get to celebrate people when they're still there and he's got a lot left. So I am super excited about that. That is going to formally wrap things up for the wrestling realist, Patrick O'Dowd. Follow him on the Twitter at wrestling realist. That's W R E S T L N G 
R-E-A-L-I-S-T. And for the queen of soft style, Miranda Morales. Find her at the hashtag Miranda. My name is Greg DeMarco. You can find me at ChairShotGreg. This has been the Greg DeMarco Show, part of the ChairShot Radio Network. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Which is part of TheChairShot.com. Wrestling reviews, opinions, analysis, Sports entertainment plus sports plus entertainment. Check it all out. Like bandwagon nerds, like the hashtag Miranda show, and so much more for Patrick O'Dowd and Miranda Morales. I'm Greg DeMarco reminding you, and hopefully you did this today, to always use your head. Let's welcome these fools to the Uso Penitentiary. I'd actually like to take this opportunity to wish Greg DeMarco Show the best in all his future endeavors. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 